Hello and welcome to the Tech Authority Podcast presented by Aussie IT Solutions. Today we're going to talk about Windows 10 and some of the new features that have become available since the latest update, uh, the anniversary update. Now, if you're not familiar with Windows 10, Windows 10 is Microsoft's latest operating system and it works on a whole bunch of different devices. Not only does it work on your computer, your tablet, but it also comes on Windows Phone, uh, which is the same operating system, and uh, Xbox as well. So it's covered against pretty much every Microsoft device that you can think of, uh, whether it's a phone, a tablet, or PC, it's there. And it's a really good operating system. It's been around since uh, late 2015, and since the last update in August, the big one, uh, Microsoft have created some really cool changes to make the operating system run smoother and perform better. There's quite a lot of good changes. Uh, we're going to run through some of them now. Uh, one of my favorite uh, tools to use is uh, the Windows Store apps. Uh, Microsoft have got a, a Windows Store which allows you to download any app that you want. Kind of similar in the way that the Apple Store works or the Google Store, Google Play Store. Uh, it's just Microsoft's version of the App Store. And you can get some really decent applications in there. One of the awesome things that is coming or that has come since the update is that now with the Windows Store, if you purchased any Xbox game on your Xbox, some of the latest games will now be allowing you to play the same game on PC as well. And you can pick up where you left off. So if you've got a decent PC that's powerful enough to play some of these games, some of the new ones like Forza Horizon 3, which comes out in three days, uh, has the ability to be on both systems, which is awesome. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how that works. <laughs> There's quite a lot of games that are coming out with that feature. I believe Recore is one of them, and the latest Gears of War, uh, which is fantastic. The other addition is that you've got the Xbox app, which allows you to uh, do a whole lot of features from the Xbox that you would on um, that you can on your PC now so you can chat with your friends on the Xbox you can even uh, use uh, a microphone and talk to them which is pretty cool and you got access to download stuff from the store and quite a lot of other unique things about it as well uh, what else has it got you got a DVR which allows you to record anything from your game uh, you can stream from the Xbox to your PC to another screen if you want to, which is pretty cool. Um, it's got a Windows Store and Xbox One and Windows 10, which is pretty cool. Uh, what else does it have? You can even view TV from the Xbox on your PC. All you have to do is have your Xbox turned on and it can uh, connect up to your TV antenna and plug in, which is pretty awesome. 
what else about Windows 10 do I like? The start menu. You've heard about Windows 8 and the disaster that was. Well, Microsoft had come back to Windows 10 and decided that the old start menu was pretty good. And with all the complaints about Windows 8 and how that was uh, performing, nobody really liked the new changes of the new menus in Windows 8. And it was really difficult to get used to. Once you were used to it, it was okay, but it wasn't such a bad thing. But Microsoft has done some more changes to the start menu again, taking off a few little menus here just to make things really easily accessible so that you can just find your program and open it. Um, so there's no all apps thing, no all apps button in the start menu anymore. So as soon as you open your start menu, you can see all of the apps that are installed. And if you've got heaps, then you're going to do a lot of scrolling to find your applications. But you can actually pin the applications to the start menu to make it easier to find. And it's actually been set up really good. The difference with the start menu compared to Windows 8 and Windows 7 is that they've done a whole mishmash of things to it. So the new Windows Store applications that were part of Windows 8 have now been joined into the Windows 10 version of the start menu. So you have the, abil <coughs> the ability to see all of your applications that you would have installed normally and any other applications that you pulled off the Windows Store that have live tiles, so it's got things that are flicking around, giving you updates on things like the weather, for example, or your browser, or Skype, or something else like that, um, or your photos. It'll do like a kind of a rolling picture, for example, and give you plenty of photos that you've taken that are sitting in your pictures folder on your PC. Uh, that's a really good feature. The layout's fairly similar to Windows 7. Um, it feels familiar to Windows 7, and uh, it's it's quite good. It's quite easy to read. The the graphics look really good on it. Um, it just feels better, much better to uh, Windows 8. We've also got the ability to use Cortana. Now you may have heard of Cortana if you're a Halo fan on the Xbox. They've now used Cortana, which is the Microsoft version of Siri, and it's it's pretty good. It's basically your digital assistant that allows you to help with searches on the internet. So you can type in anything into um, in for searching from the start menu, and Cortana is going to help you find it. It'll give you all the updates from your calendar. It'll help you search for stuff on the internet, things that it might gather some information from you to figure out what you like. And then any news articles around the things that you like, it'll populate for you. So that's pretty handy. So it covers all the news topics that are going on in the world or in your city. It gives you things that are going on. Uh, you can create reminders, set alarms. It even does jokes. But, you know, it's fairly simple to use. It's a good feature. Um, you can talk to Cortana if you want to using your microphone, uh, similar to the way that you do it on your phone on the Apple 
Microsoft has that ability too, which is pretty cool. Um, it's a handy thing. The new browser that Microsoft has brought out to replace Internet Explorer is now called Microsoft Edge. And it's a little bit different. It feels a little f a familiar in a way to Internet Explorer. It's quite different in the way that some of the plugins that you'd usually have to install, like Adobe Flash or Java, it doesn't use any of those anymore. Um, so it uses HTML5 for a lot of the, the background stuff. And it works quite well, it allows you to search the web. Um, and it's connected to Microsoft's search engine, which is called Bing. Um, and it does well, it's, it feels okay. I don't mind using it. It's, it works quite well for some things, not others, not all things work well in it. Um, so if you need particular plugins that you're going to have to use a different browser for, some things are designed for particular browsers so that things will only work in those and some of those things don't work in Edge. Um, I know that if you're doing some stuff on Facebook with the Facebook plugins, they need to be used on Chrome and can only be used on Chrome. Um, what else is there? There's quite a few cool things. The ability to snap windows was always one that was uh, included in the last two operating systems. So you can basically drag and drop any application if you have them kind of like, if you want four applications opened at once, you can do that and they can all fit together on the screen and it's just a matter of snapping them in, into a different corner. So uh, you can do that. You've also got the ability to use virtual desktops. Now this is something that's already been included in other operating systems like Mac OS and I believe it's in Linux as well, different forms of Linux. Um, Microsoft have now added that too, which is great. Um, and what that does is that instead of having so many applications opened on your PC, it allows you to view lots of different things at once. So you can just switch, add a new desktop by clicking on the, uh, the task view button and you can either add a new desktop which then basically gives you a whole clean slate again as if you turned on your computer for the first time and you got nothing opened apart from your background on the PC and the icons and any other program that you want. You can basically switch between desktops. Now I don't know how many desktops you can open at once, but I believe you can do multiple or multiple desktops, which is great. So if you want to flick between desktops, if you want to hide something from somebody else's view, you can do that too. Or if you have so many applications open that you can't view anything properly, then switching to a new desktop is the way to go, which is pretty good. Um, the Action Center. Now Action Center was a part of Windows 7 and it was a little bit uh, like a notification system. Microsoft have redone that and allow you to do all sorts of other notifications. Now, this works really, really well if you have your mail open, you'll get uh, notifications about email coming through, um, you'll get notifications about particular applications, especially if they're Windows-based store applications, anything that needs updating, it'll let you know. Um, it'll give you updates on Windows updates as well, notifications on those. and it works well with uh, 
the Windows Phone system as well. So if you have Windows Phone, any text messages or emails or applications that are sitting on your Windows Phone, like WhatsApp or Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, it'll give you updates on any of the uh, messages that are coming through from the phone. So if you're sitting at your desktop and you don't hear your phone go, you'll get a, a notification on your desktop saying, by the way, you've got a message to respond to. And there's a few other cool features as well. There's a, a new feature called Continuum, which is great. Now, what Continuum does is it basically allows you to connect to particular devices. If you want to project your screen, for example, you have a ability to, as long as you have Wi-Fi turned on, because it only works with Wi-Fi, um, you can get what's called a screen beam continuum device from the Windows Store. It's uh, an action tech uh, product, and it's the Screen Beam Mini 2 uh, Continuum Edition. Similar to the Microsoft Display Dock for your phone or your tablet. Now, this will allow you to project to a TV, for example, if you want to share a presentation with a group of people in a meeting that's sitting around the same table. Rather than having all these cables going everywhere, you can just wirelessly say, project to a screen and it'll connect to the Wi-Fi adapter into your TV. Now it plugs into a HDMI port on your monitor or TV screen. And it then also connects into the uh, USB port. You can either plug it into a PowerPoint into the wall or if you've got a USB port on your monitor or TV you can plug it into that as well and it will power the device as long as it's got power and you've got Wi-Fi turned on and you can project your screen and it can go full screen to 1920 by 1080p which is awesome I've tested it on my Surface Pro 3 and it works really well and I've tested it on my phone as well so I can control a uh, control anything on my phone because it's got the full version of Windows 10 on there as well, which is fantastic. And you can then share a screen or add a second screen basically to your phone. And the difference is, is that when you're using it on your phone, when you turn your phone on, you get a menu system or all the apps that you have, kind of like your home screen on your Apple phone and it basically gives a, a second device a second screen to your phone so that home screen becomes your start menu like it would be on your PC uh, what else is there to talk about Windows Ink this is the uh, new feature that's been available for your tablet devices so if you've got a Surface or a Surface Pro depending on the model that you have. If you've got Windows 10 on that device, you can use what's called Windows Ink. So it basically allows you to draw on the screen with the Surface Pen. 
and you can write notes in uh, Internet Explorer or you can write on photos, you can write on the actual note app as well, which is pretty handy. So if you're in a meeting and you want to use uh, OneNote, you can use that too. And you can just draw and update stuff on the screen, which is pretty handy to use. And once you've finished drawing on it, you can then save that and then you can print it if you needed to. Um, if you want to draw on a map to say this is where we've been to, you can do that too um, on the Windows Map application. Um, there are so many cool things about Windows 10 that I don't have any further time to explain. Um, do you have any questions? You can ask a question using the tech authority hashtag on Twitter and I'll be taking some questions for the next episode. We'll be back next week at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week.